This is episode 267, The Real Reason You're Not Making That Change with Lee. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I also really appreciate those of you who've been leaving reviews of the show. If you haven't left a review, head over to iTunes. You can click to leave a rating. That only takes a second. And if you have a minute or so, writing a review for the show really helps as well. And those of you who share the show on Instagram and Facebook and social media really helps not just the show, but the message of this show, which is really about healing and growth and compassion and empathy and elevating our consciousness, which is really, really important always. And especially now when we're going through such a transformation, such a transition and so much challenge in our external world. So thank you. Those of you, I know there are many of you that I see regularly sharing the show and I see you and I appreciate you so, so, so much. Thank you for being part of this mission with me. Today's show is a really important one for any of you that feel stuck, any of you that feel like you want to make a change, especially a career change, but you're just not doing it. So a lot of reasons why we aren't making the change that we want to make, of course, you know, can come back to childhood issues, but it can also be because we don't have the right foundation. And you'll know what I mean more when you listen to the show. Any of you that are thinking of making a career change or and any of you that are in a relationship or a marriage where you aren't feeling like your needs are totally being met, but you're just trying to make do anyway because there's enough good stuff, this is really important for you to listen to. It makes me sad to see how many of you settle. And if you miss my coach's corner on decision-making, I suggest you go back and listen to it. It's a quick one. What I see us do, and I've done this in my life, is we settle for good enough. We don't even really know we're settling. We honestly think that's kind of the best we can do. And we're afraid that something better won't come along. Now, I'm not talking about having unrealistic, fantastical expectations and feeling like nothing's ever good enough and being super picky. What I'm talking about is having low self-worth and low faith levels and thinking that you have to settle for something that's practical and logical, but doesn't light up your heart. And I know I probably just pushed a button there because there's probably something in your life either now or in the past that you know was a practical, quote unquote, logical decision, but it didn't light up your heart. Whether that was a relationship or a career or a friendship or something you agreed to or a place you live, you went into it because it was practical, it was logical, seemed like a good decision from your head. But after a while, you realized your heart was starving. What I'll explain in this episode is that practical decisions are often fear-influenced decisions. So often things we call practical and logical 
are really fear-influenced. They're really not that practical and logical. It's not the most accurate definition. So as you're listening to this call, consider, do you feel a call to do something different but can't seem to make the change? Did you grow up feeling like you had the attention you desired and deserved? Or were you more starved for attention and emotional expression? Are you in a relationship where you feel fully supported? Are you afraid to speak your needs and really go after your dreams? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Lee. Lee, welcome to the show. How can I help? Thank you so much for having me. I'll just kind of dive right in. I'm really feeling stuck in career. I've been at the same job for five years. And I feel really ready for an upgrade in career in general, in terms of finding more fulfillment and more money. But I feel so stuck in which direction to go in. I kind of feel in a head versus heart situation. Like, should I, you know, logic tells me stay in the career I'm in. Well, Um, it's usually not logic. That's usually fear and conditioning. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So let's call it what it is. (laughs) It is. It totally is. It's so much What does your heart say? I'm so interested in a career in personal development Mm -hmm. or some sort of healing art. And I've been feeling this yearning and, and just so much excitement around the field for a few years now. And I just am like can't seem to, um, take the leap or Mm. really pursue it. So yeah, a lot of fear. I know it's a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. And what are you currently doing that gives you the illusion of security? I'm an attorney Mm -hmm. and, um, graduated law school five years ago. I've been at the same job and feel lucky to have the job I have. I feel very safe there, um, in some ways, but the yearning just won't quit. Define what you mean by safe. So I feel like the people are nice. The hours are good. I have two, two littles under five. And so I feel not super stressed or overwhelmed, which has been nice given my recent circumstances with Mm -hmm. babies. Yes. (laughs) So, so it's been good and I'm appreciative, you know? Um, so, and what don't you like? So I do not feel fulfillment. I do not feel um, excitement, passion, purpose, interest. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and even even where I am currently, I don't feel the opportunity for financial growth. Why did you become a lawyer? It was totally a practical decision that mm-hmm. I made when, you know, I've had like this huge journey of consciousness over the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and it's been wonderful and amazing. And, you know, if I could go back in time, I would not do it again. I would not make that decision. I thought it was just like, Hey, I'm good at reading, writing, researching. I was an English teacher. Let's use my skills. I want more financial security and just went for it. And, you know, so some things are missing though, in terms of fulfillment majorly. Mm-hmm. What, when do you feel Lee, fulfilled, excited and on purpose? What does make you feel that way? Well, you know, honestly, when I first found out about the field of life coaching, I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I know about this 10 years ago? You know, because I've always just loved, 
um, deep conversations. I've always just devoured self-help books. And, you know, I still do like, those are all the books on my bookshelf, not law books, you know, and mm-hmm. I just would love to wake up and do what I love. It interests mm-hmm. me. It excites mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can, <laughs> you can, and you could actually do that at your current job. It all depends on the lens that we look through. And I hear you that this doesn't sound aligned, that you made this decision. You said it was a practical decision. I'd say it's more yeah. fear-based decision. And yes. let's just be real for a second. Fear-based decisions mm-hmm. aren't wrong and they're not entirely fear-based, but let's say fear-influenced decisions. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I communicate to you and everybody listening, they're not wrong. We all as humans have fears and we all, based on our childhood wounding, based on the, the level our faith is at, based on how much consciousness work we've done, feel like we have to make decisions that give us mo- more certainty. And so yeah. we sacrifice, uh, honestly, a lot of our inner child part. We sacrifice a lot of our belief, our magic, our dreams, to be quote unquote practical, but I would say that's more fear influence. So this is a very, Mm -hmm. very normal thing. And it's not wrong to make fear influence decisions. We need to make a few of those because as human beings, we learn through contrast. So there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with what you did. I know you know that. I'm just highlighting that. And actually- Oh no, it's nice to hear. (laughs) I feel like at some level I know it, but of course I had regret and all that. Well, yeah, but regret is taking information we know now to go back in time and beat ourselves up for when we didn't have that information. So it's really, really unfair. It's like saying to a kindergartner, you know, a sixth grader saying to a kindergartner, why can't you read and write like I can, you should know better. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not in sixth grade yet. So let's just, let's just unpack a little bit about what this kind of gripping onto certainty and being afraid to go and do something you really, really want to do, you know, where so much of this comes from. So just a few more questions for you. Um, are you in relationship? Yes. Married. Mm -hmm. Um, and are you, it, it, do you need to make money? I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. And do you need to make the money that you're making as an attorney? Uh, yes, I, I probably should be getting paid a bit more, mm-hmm. um, now. And so, yes, I'm mm-hmm. aware of that. My partner's aware of that. My husband and he, let's say I'm calling it logic or fear, you know, but he would not, he did not understand why I would want to do anything in, um, outside of law, basically. He's like, what do you mean? You have hundreds of thousands in student loan debt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why are you not building on what you've already done? Mm -hmm. You know, and my heart just, uh, you know, thinking Mm -hmm. about doing more of it just. And is that a, a, is that a pattern for you? People that love you questioning your heart desires? A little bit. And, um, when you mention, uh, where does this come from? Um, or the need to seek security, I think you were asking, mm-hmm. or create my own kind of. I I know I have some attachment wounds, some neglect. Um, I'm number five in a family of six kids. And so I think I didn't have a lot of guidance um, and sense like financial stress in the house. And I just think I took it upon myself to try to create it. 
and um, listened to ev- all the advice. All, everyone at school, you know, I did well in school, and they, you know, all the guidance counselors, well-meaning, you know, teachers, uh, you know, people I looked up to, what to do, and I just took all the advice and achieved, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, and I think I was just trying to make it on my own. Yeah. What would you say is the was the hardest part of your childhood? I think probably feeling alone and not heard mm-hmm. and no, no like emotional um, expression. Mm-hmm. Like very, it was like a very shut down as far as like talking about feelings mm-hmm. or yeah. anything intimate. <laughs> yeah. And I can feel the emotion wanting to come up in your throat as you say that. Yeah. It's really there. Yeah. 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 So just be with that emotion for a moment and just know in this moment, you have somebody really listening to you and someone who's very interested in what you have to say and what you want to express. So if you could just let the emotion speak and allow yourself to be emotional and not practical or rational or eloquent or any of those things. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that part of you wants to say? I think it wants a chance to be free. <laughs> free from what? Um, sorry. No, no, this is perfect. <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't know why there's so much is coming up right now, but um, I think it just wants a chance to follow it, follow my heart. Mm-hmm. 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 So stay with that emotion. See if there's anything else you want to say. Um, say if, see if you can finish this sentence. I'm sad because. I'm sad because, um, and I know, I know, see, like, I know this isn't. Stay out of your head, um, just say it. True, but <laughs> I'm sad because I wish I had done things differently a long, long time ago. Actually, I think what the emotion is really saying is I'm sad that I wasn't treated differently a long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I have a sense that things might've been different. It feels like a lot of struggle Mm -hmm. and then to not get the like feeling of satisfaction, um, in my heart in the end is painful. Mm -hmm. It hurts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that fulfillment you're looking for, whenever we say we're looking for fulfillment, we're really looking to fill a void. And so what you're really seeking is just to be seen and supported in your dreams and loved. Yeah. That sounds like it would feel really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that, You know, a lot of times people go into coaching or healing professions because they're looking for something. And I I know in your heart, you really want to help people. And it's also okay to admit to yourself that part of why you want to do it is because you want to feel appreciated. You want to feel like you matter. And Mm -hmm. even though that's a natural desire to have, it's not the best best come from when we're going into the helping field. Yes. Because then again, we're just looking for something outside of us 
to fulfill us. But I want you just to stay with this emotion because know that that sadness, Lee, is not so much about, I wish I would have done things differently, but it's really, I wish things would have been different for me growing up. So how do you mm-hmm. wish they would have been different? Um, Say, I wish. I, I wish I had felt more love and support. Mm-hmm especially emotionally and maybe had some more guidance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you feel you wanted guidance about? What to do in life (laughs) or um, how to follow your heart or how to even explore your heart or your Mm -hmm. self or your emotions or just somebody to talk to about all all those things. Big life questions. It sounds like you just needed someone to pay some attention to you and hold some space and allow you to express and yeah, feel really s- heard. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think I felt bottled up a lot, yep. even as a small child. Yep. And how did you deal with that as a child? You said achieving, but how else did you deal with that? Did you turn into people pleaser? Yes, yeah. to extreme. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And can you see how that isn't getting you what you want either? Yes. Yes, I can. And can you see how that's even showing up in your marriage? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. definitely um, had a big aha about that. And that also hurts a little bit what was your aha um I think that um my partners I I feel recreated um energetic between he and I as I felt with my mom that they maybe not always doesn't always feel available Mm -hmm. or emotionally available or um, really supportive of me Mm. Mm. Tell me more about your mom. Um, she's a super sweet, fantastic lady. I think she just um, had a lot of children mm-hmm. <laughs> and was worn out and maybe had some depression. I think she's mentioned in later years and I think she just felt spread way too thin. Yeah. Didn't have the energy to yeah. be there. Yeah. And we can have compassion for her and also understand how that impacted you. Yes. So having a mom that wasn't there emotionally for you and, you know, if she was depressed, she was probably quite switched off. So mm-hmm. here you were, cause I really get that you're a sensitive, emotional, empathic, feeling based person who's tried to fit yourself mm-hmm. into a thinking based job and world <laughs> yeah. and even relationship. Yeah. And what you just really needed more than anything was someone to sit with you and just hold space for you when you felt, but she couldn't oh, do that because yeah. she wasn't feeling her own feelings. That's absolutely right. Yeah. 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 So I think the career switch is not the priority. Mm-hmm. What do you think the priority is? Um, mm-hmm. Well, um, if I have a void of just not feeling um, felt 
seen, appreciated, heard. Maybe I can work on some of my current relationships to foster that within them if that's what I'm really seeking. Yeah. Well, what I'm really hearing is, is something to just pay attention to is right now, the way your marriage is, doesn't really support a career change. And, you know, if you had a husband that was saying, don't worry, pursue your dreams. I got you. Like, I want you to be happy. We'd be having a different conversation. And this is not to throw your husband under the bus at all. We're just, we're just dealing with what is. Exactly. He is well-meaning, but yeah, that's right. We'd be having a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So from my point of view, the priority right now is your relationship with yourself and also your marriage, because your marriage is, is in so many ways, the foundation for you being able to go and do this. I'm not saying that you need him or you, um, you know, have to have this perfect marriage before you pursue your dreams. But in, in reality, and also in just dealing with so many people over the years, I have seen when one person in the relationship goes off to pursue something that the other person doesn't understand or support. It just makes it harder because it just reinforces those childhood wounds of I'm not seen people don't get me. I'm not supported. And it will in a lot of ways, sabotage what you're trying to do. Oh yeah. Wow. I can really see that. Yeah. So have you and your husband ever done couples counseling? No, no, I always wanted to and would love to, um, maybe not surprising, but he, you know, not super into it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Would he ever consider listening to this episode? He would. Yeah. I think it would be really hard for him Why? to hear. I think he would be, um, defensive at first, mm-hmm. like that's not me how can you know I, I can't believe you would say I don't support you but then he would be like go into his arguments for why I should not change careers you know like, well so. but here's here's the deal you're not saying you're going to change careers now what you're really saying is we've gotten in some patterns in our marriage where we're both living very fear influenced and I'm more concerned about pleasing you than really pursuing what's in my heart. Like I'm scared to pursue what's in my heart because I don't want to upset you. And I'm afraid that's going to lead to resentment in our marriage. And our marriage is important to me. It's one of the most important things in my life. I want us to continue to grow and continue to get better. So there's some patterns like all couples have, there's some patterns in place that we brought in from our childhood. Every couple comes in with baggage and I'd love to talk about some of those with you mm-hmm. and really not be, you know, your, your people pleasing wife, but really your partner. And mm-hmm. I really get that he supports you in the way that he knows how he probably just doesn't know how to support heart-based dreams because his weren't supported. You know, he had to follow a model and fit into a mold and is doing everything right. And probably with two little kids is feeling even more of that stress. So he's just scared. I really get, he's not coming from wanting to control you or, you know, wanting to not support your dreams. That's not his come from at all. 
Yeah. He just wants the family to, you know, men especially are very committed to providing. And that's, mm-hmm. that, that's, there's no bad intentions here. Mm-mm. No, no, that's, that all sounds completely right. Yeah. So my encouragement to you would be, do you have your own coach or therapist? Um, off and on, but not right now today. So, okay. I would encourage that so that you can start to, because why I think it'd be very helpful for you is a lot of emotion came up right in this Mm -hmm. conversation and we weren't even talking that long. So there's, and especially with the mom of two kids, obviously your emotions get last on the list. So if you can make the time to start creating the pattern and the habit of expressing yourself in an environment where you're really heard and supported, that's going to be huge for you. Okay. I mean, I have, have done work around the mother wound and, and all, but, um, that you express it as a pattern and a habit of doing it. You know, I haven't really done it isolated times and places and then let it go, you know? Yeah. So you want to get in the habit of making, giving your emotions a safe place to express. You really want to get into that place. And then I also encourage you, you know, you'll, you'll listen to your own intuition in terms of how to move forward with your husband, but you don't want to have the same dynamic you had in your childhood and your marriage. Mm, That's right. And that's That's an important thing to look at. And I think in a lot of ways, that's why you feel stuck. You know, you felt stuck as a child and just had Mm -hmm. to go into the achiever because you were in a place where you didn't feel safe to emotionally express. Your dreams weren't nurtured. You didn't have people to bounce it off of. And now you're in that in your marriage in a lot of ways. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to make a career change when you haven't sort of dealt with the issue that's perpetuating the stuckness, it's not impossible, yeah. but it's, it's, I think it's just in the wrong order. Yes. And right now you've got a job where it doesn't sound like it's super stressful. It sounds like the hours are reasonable. Mm-hmm. It can be a base and can give you that can, that part of your life can be handled for a little bit. So you can prioritize your relationship with yourself and your marriage. And, and then look at the career change. You know, there's, there's divine timing to everything and we want to, you know, just make sure that we're, you know, it's hard to kind of make sure, but we just want to be aware of what's most important, you know, is, is what I want to do is this thing I feel called to, is it a bandaid and I'm not actually looking at the wound Yeah. or Mm. is it really the appropriate aligned action to take? And I have no doubt that you'll pursue a career in the personal development field. I just don't know if it's going to be tomorrow. I think there's Mm -hmm. some other things in your own life (laughs) that it would be healthy for you to address first. That's really true. That's really true. (laughs) I feel like all the important things came up, (laughs) you know, (laughs) very, very divinely inspired, I think, for sure. How do you feel now? Tune into, take a breath and just feel into your heart. Um, and just tell me what's present. Um, it's, it sounds 
sounding really good to try and create more freedom of expression, emotional expression in my marriage. That mm. just is ringing really, really true. And um, I want that for us and for our marriage. Mm. Um, and I, I think I know it's been missing. I want it for our home, mm -hmm. the vibes in our home and for our kids, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I would say that's absolutely takes top priority. Yeah. 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 And that's a beautiful answer from your head. So now I want you to, <laughs> now I want you to drop into your heart and you just tell me how you feel, feeling words. Um, okay. Honestly, I feel a little sad. Mm -hmm. okay. I, um, I want to move forward and, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, a career mm -hmm. change of some sort. So I feel a little sad. Um, part of me wants to go, go, go with it. Mm -hmm. Let me just ask you this. And it's okay to feel sad about that. I completely mm -hmm. get that because you've been wanting, cause it's the career is representing freedom. And when we went into that, the, the emotion, that little girl inside said she wanted to be free. And so mm -hmm. what you're really wanting is freedom, but you can actually apply that in the marriage. Because, like, do you feel really free and expressed in your marriage right now? No. Yeah. So no. you're you're getting what you want. It's just like a different vehicle. You're still getting the freedom and the expression that you're wanting from the career change. We're just moving it to the category of your home life first. Yeah. So you're still doing it. You're still moving forward. It's just a different direction. Yes. Yes. And I get to so much that, you know, you really need to walk the walk and, and um, you know, if you're going to want to help others, it's so important to help yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. And to feel supported, you know, to go into serving others, to not feel supported at home makes it a lot harder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I do think to move forward on my own while I've thought about doing it and dabbled in it a little bit, it does feel like it just would create more division and separation between yeah. my husband and I, which who wants that? That's not, that's yeah. not ideal. So no, exactly. Exactly. Does this yeah. help? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do what you do, but it's mm. amazing. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Lee, for emotionally expressing, for really being willing to show us your heart. I feel you did such an amazing job of shifting from speaking from your head into allowing yourself to drop into your emotions and speak from your heart. And that takes a great deal of courage. And I know it helped a lot of people. So let's discuss this call a bit. Lee called in asking, how to make the career change. She wants to leave her safe job as an attorney because she feels this yearning that just won't quit. And it's a yearning for personal development, coaching, something in that field. She wants to give other people what she's yearning for. And that's often what we're called to. 
we often seek out relationships or careers to give us what we didn't get in childhood. So for example, you might be seeking out someone in relationship that makes you feel really, really safe because you didn't get that in childhood. You may be seeking out a career that makes you feel self-expressed and free because you didn't get that in childhood. So a lot of our quest for fulfillment is really a call for healing because we never want to use something external to try to fill a void that's internal. Now, I'm all for Lee and you pursuing a path in personal development, coaching, light work. We need more conscious leaders out there. That's awesome. But I don't want you to do it from a lack I don't want you to do it from a void. doesn't mean your life has to be perfect and all your wounds need to be healed before you fulfill it, but it's important to get your foundation in order before you go pursue those things. Otherwise, it's just going to make it harder and then you're going to have to deal with building a new career and other aspects of your life falling apart. So let me back up and break down this conversation a little bit more. So Lee is craving these deep conversations where she feels seen. And the first sort of red flag that went up for me is when she said she wants to go pursue this, but her husband wouldn't understand and would want her to stay in more of this attorney safe job. And so that inspired the question, is that a pattern? Like people questioning your heart's desires. And then we explored her attachment wounds. There's a lot of neglect She was fifth in a family of six kids, and she really didn't feel like her needs were nurtured. She didn't feel like she had a lot of guidance. Now, one thing that I want to highlight, because I know I have a lot of empaths, a lot of highly sensitive people that listen to this show, because we are sponges and we soak up so much information, one of the tendencies of empaths is to take on other people's guidance too much. So just like we take on people's feelings, we can feel a room. We also often take on what people tell us we should do too much. It's another side effect of being a sponge. So for those of you that are empaths, I really want you to think about that and feel into that. Have you in your life allowed other people to tell you who you are and what you should do versus really, really trusting your own discernment. So for Lee, it's important for her that she finds her own internal guidance system, not go out and try to guide other people, find her own internal guidance system. That's going to make her an even better coach. And this emotional expression that she's craving is so important. She just wants to feel free. She just wants to feel free. She's chosen the safe and practical things her whole life. I even have a feeling that her marriage was a safe choice. No disrespect to husband if he ever does listen to this show. I'm sure it was a safe choice for both of you, and it doesn't mean you can't evolve your marriage to be heart-centered and passionate and more that feeling-based than just safe in the head, but it probably made a lot of sense for the two of them to get married. But for a really enlivening relationship, it has to be more than just making logical sense. People have to feel free in their relationship to pursue their dreams, to follow their heart. And the reason I encouraged her to attend to the marriage 
and her own wounds that are perpetuating the pattern in the marriage before she goes and pursues the career is because my sense is if she went to pursue the career without her husband's support and she felt judged and not supported, it would just make it that much harder because she'd be out there trying to do it and she'd have this voice saying, you should really stay in what you know, we need the money, blah, 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 blah. If he doesn't get it and that's her family life, oof, that's tough. Being an entrepreneur, starting a business isn't, isn't easy <laughs> and not having a truly supportive spouse makes it harder. And I'm not throwing her husband under the bus at all. I have a feeling that his heartfelt dreams weren't encouraged at all. He's had to play it safe. He's bought into a lot of conditioned beliefs about what it means to be a man and what it means to be a provider. And I didn't ask, but I probably have a feeling that he's not jumping for joy at his job either. And so this is why the career switch is not the priority. It's her own healing and then it's breaking these patterns up in the marriage. Now let's talk about her mom for a second because that's where it comes from. So her mom, God bless her, six kids. I can't even imagine how difficult that would be. And it made Lee feel like she didn't get the attention she wanted. Now, this is a very important thing, so I really want you to hear me on this. I know a lot of you have compassion for your parents, and you understand mentally why they did or didn't do the things that they did that really hurt you and impacted you. And your compassion for your parents and also your compassion for your experience can coexist. So you can be compassionate for your parents and also understand that it impacted you. The ways they didn't show up, the ways they hurt you, even if you can understand where it came from, that doesn't take the hurt away. So it's important to, sure, have compassion, eventually get to forgiveness, and also understand how it impacted you. Otherwise, that inner child in you continues to feel like these wounds don't matter, and you just try to cover them up with thing after thing after thing. Okay, and I'll wrap up with my suggestions for Lee, which can also be your takeaways. The first is getting into a habitual form of support. She needs to exercise that muscle more of feeling her feelings and having someone really listen to her. You heard the emotion that came up when she was with someone that was just listening to her and allowing the emotions to come forward and help her get out of her head. So doing that consistently is going to be really important in a therapeutic environment. And I would recommend for Lee choosing a therapist who has a motherly energy, someone older, and has that loving, nurturing, I'm here, feel your feelings, what do you want to say kind of support. Lee, if you're listening, I wouldn't encourage you to go to a therapist that's more cognitive behavioral or logical or just wants to help you fix your problems, you really need that safe emotional space that really being held. Again, that's just my feeling and opinion. I always, always turn it back to you in terms of trusting your own guidance, especially for those empaths. Also, remember that there's divine timing to everything. Just because Lee or you want to make a career change or want to change something in your life. If you feel like you have to focus on something else before you can do that, it doesn't mean no to that change. My message to Lee was not at all, no, don't pursue a coaching career. It was just not now. Focus on 
the marriage. Where she's really stuck is in this pattern of people pleasing, of not following her heart, doing what other people want her to do. She needs to break free of that before pursuing this career. And finally, know that if you feel like you're not moving forward in the direction you want to move forward in, it doesn't mean you're not moving forward. So the sadness that came up for Lee at the end about, well, I really want to move forward in this career change. She felt like, well, I'm not moving forward. But the truth is she is. It's just in a different direction. So if you are pursuing freedom, let's say, if you have to reroute the direction you're going, it doesn't mean you're not moving forward. So for Lee, instead of pursuing freedom through a career change, she's really pursuing freedom and self-expression and freedom in her most intimate relationship. All right, everybody, that's the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.